Hello, and welcome back to Girlfriend Minute. I'm Char. And I'm Pascal. And today's topic is love. I asked the question on Facebook about love and what changed your feelings for someone you were once madly in love with. That's a great topic. It's, it's uh, very broad, actually. So, Pascal. Yes. What changed your feelings for someone you were once madly in love with? <laughs> well, I did have a previous relationship and that relationship, that relationship um, started off great and it was wonderful. And um, he paid a lot of attention to me and we did a lot of things together. And then slowly after the years went by, and I will say like, I've been in... I've known this person since 2014 and it was just about maybe I'd say a year and a half. I think, is that when I told you that I was done about a year and a half, yes. maybe two years, something like that. Yes. Um, so what changed for me was that he was hanging out with his friends a lot more than he would hang out with me. I would ask him to go places and come here and go there. And I would just repeatedly ask all the time. And I just got sick and tired of asking because I'm not going to sit here and wait for someone. If someone is not making the initiative to ask me to go somewhere. So why should I keep hounding or asking someone? That's one thing. Um, um, another you shouldn't thing, want to be made to feel like you're begging for attention. Exactly. You're begging them to spend time with you. They either want to spend time with you or they prefer to do something else. Exactly. That's right. I mean, my time is already precious to me as it is because, you know, family comes into the structure of my household as well. So um, time is very important to me. So if I'm making an attempt to spend time with you or I'm rearranging my schedule, I would think that you would want to make the same attempt. But it just seemed to me like he wasn't even he wasn't even bothering with that. He wasn't even doing that at all. Yeah. It was like I was waiting and waiting and waiting. And I'm like, oh, well, forget this crap. I'm not waiting anymore. I'm not doing it. And that's a harsh thing to uh, come to terms with, too. It because is. you've invested all this time in someone. Well, and that's the thing. And that's the thing is I've invested so much time like I did my goodness. I mean, I practically did everything for him. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was like, I was his wife. Yeah. So if I put in all the effort, I would, I would think that he would make some kind of effort too as well. Yeah. He wasn't. So, you know, I mean, that's a small thing. I, there's a lot of other big <laughs> things. Just, yeah, right. <laughs> that's a there's a lot thing. of big things. Uh, yeah. Relationships that's are complicated. Yes. <laughs> it, no, I get it. it. Relationships are complicated. They're, uh, very complicated it's not just so easy any and uh i don't know it's just no, it's a lot of work fortunately it's not like the movies no, it's not. i look at the movies and i'm like why can't my relationship be like that I know, right? couldn't it have just written out like that <laughs> I, I keep waiting for uh jamie from uh outlander to show up oh, yes, i know yeah but yeah. unfortunately our lives are not like the movies so no no and no that. one I think explains that to you as a young girl growing up 
uh, you know, explaining the dynamics, all the levels, the depth of it all. It's, uh, it's not just a fairy tale. The fairy tale does end. real life kicks in. You're married, you have children, there's money decisions to be made. Not everyone's always on the same page or even in the same chapter. Right. And it takes its toll. The good, I mean, I wasn't married to this guy, so I could just get up and leave anytime I wanted to. So, <laughs> yes. I mean, that was one positive thing. Right. You know? Yes. <laughs> but the straw that broke the camel's back for me was the lies. And then um, there was, I, I don't know about cheating. Now he swears up and down that he never did anything with anyone, but it was like, every time I would ask him, what are you doing or what's going on? He would lie to me. And then I like, you know, there was a couple of times we, everybody would hang out with each other. And there was this one particular female in the room. And then it would be like constantly, you know, drinking with this female and she would walk in. And then shortly, like a couple of minutes later, he would walk in. And then I kind of got like, what's like, something's happening. What's going on? You know? And then I would ask him about it. I'm like, just tell me, like, it's better for me to know that it's coming from you rather than it coming from like third party. Exactly. So no, 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 swore up and down, you know, nothing. And then wanted to turn around and make it my fault. I was asking him the question and how dare I ask gaslighting question. Yes. How dare I ask? (laughs) Yeah. Makes you question yourself and and causes you self doubt. And then you start going, as you're laying in bed, trying to fall asleep. Well, am I imagining this? Exactly. But as you know, your intuition is usually pretty spot on. Pretty much so. And, and, you know, at the time that I found, found out a lot of things, um, my mother was in the hospital, you know, she was dying. So like, how dare you? Well, yeah, never, I will never get that out of my mind you know they say you forgive and you forget or whatever and I I think I didn't necessarily forgive and I'm sure as hell not gonna forget right but um you just learn to deal with it and you move on and hence why he's no longer my boyfriend but you know kudos to you though because that's not not easy the writing can be on the wall and it's not easy many women stay because it's easier to stay it is easier to stay. I Whether you're married or not. One. Yes. You know, especially when you're married. Yeah. Guy. With my yeah. previous guy before this one, I ended up just staying and he ended up just, you know, so culturally, I'll give you a little background culturally, like, you know, we weren't brought up as to talk about these things, you know, your mom, your, your aunts, your whoever it is, doesn't really talk about any of this information to you. No. Um, so you grow up not understanding anything or having or knowing how to deal with a relationship because you never had that. And the yes. only relationship that you see um, coming from a Middle Eastern background, the only relationship that you see is that, yes, you have a mom and a dad. They don't really hug in front of you. They don't show any emotions. You know, they love you. OK, but it's like nobody talks about it. Uh, you know, it's yeah. Like, hush, hush. Yeah. You know? So, and, yeah. and they were taught 
to stay together no matter what. You know, yes. if he cheats or she cheats or whatever happens, no matter what, they don't get a divorce. It was very much frowned upon. Yeah. So that's culturally speaking, you know, it's Lebanese background. So culturally speaking, this is what I, what I grew up with. So to be honest, I don't really, now I've learned a lot because at my age, you know, I've had multiple relationships. So I've learned a lot through those relationships, but how much, how much pain does somebody have to go through before they finally get to that point? You know? Yeah. My mom never talked to me about relationships. I think she just wanted me taken care of. And honestly, I think she was just done being a mom. And as horrible as that sounds, I was the youngest of the three, nine and 12 years younger. And, um, you know, she got out of the abusive marriage, verbally and physically abusive marriage with nothing. And back in the early 80s, she got nothing, <laughs> you know, and she didn't. T- I found out many things after I'd been married a few years and, uh, she never talked to me about, you know, stand on your own two feet, be your own person. Don't depend on a man. This is what went on in our relationship. There was never any conversations. It was, everything was a mystery. It was a secret. Yes. Yes. That's, that's exactly how, how it kind of was, even though, even though, um, you know, we knew that our parents were there it was just like they weren't yeah you know so yeah yeah. it was basically just learning through your friends you know yeah or through your relationships relationships probably ended up in a disaster (laughs) life experiences (laughs) (laughs) right yeah they do I know I know I know I've always tried to lecture my children especially my daughter does she listen to me well does anyone's child listen to them? <laughs> no. no. So I always tried to be the opposite of how I was raised. Yeah. Same here. Yeah. I've always tried to be the opposite. So yeah, I've always told my daughter that she should stand up on her own two feet, make sure that she, you know, she has the bank account, make sure that she's in charge, you know, of her life. And make sure she's comfortable in her life before she starts any relationship with another person. Yes. So, I mean, lucky for her, she ended up meeting her person in high school and, you know, she went from there. But those are the things that, you know, like you said, your parents didn't really ever talk to you about. But I chose to do the opposite, like you, Mm -hmm. talk to your kids, you know. So. I mean, there's no manual. Of course, but you got to have some kind of conversation. Yeah. Especially in the today's day and age, not to sound like it's typical, you know, but definitely. So I, you know, I tried, I did the best I could. Yeah. It's okay. (laughs) That's what you could. That's the only thing we can do as parents. That's all we do as parents. So just be strive to be better than our parents. So I received several comments about lying and cheating. Um, on the question when I posted it on Facebook. And one thing that was interesting was a comment that was a little different than all the others was meddling of family members. Like the son not cutting the umbilical cord from mom. Yes. Vice versa. Mom having to be involved in everything. 
than anything. That's huge. Three is a crowd in a relationship. Absolutely. hundred percent. Yep. Three is a crowd. So I thought that was kind of a, um, important one to touch on. I think that many wives feel like sometimes the other family members are too involved. I don't do the whole, everyone's involved in this decision thing, (laughs) you know, it becomes a bit much and overwhelming. It's the decision may be hard enough as it is, or it may not be, but it doesn't require to me, it becomes drama. And, uh, I just, I have no patience for drama you know, three's a crowd. Yeah, exactly. I don't blame you. I don't like drama either. I don't, I don't get into it. So the thing is though, you know, let's say let's, let's just play on the male version right now. Okay. Since we're both females here. So three's a crowd, you said, and who's to say that this male isn't going back to, let's say his parents or his mom or his dad or whoever. And that's where the meddling starts coming in. You know, because they're yeah. going to come in and they're going to defend their, their child. Child, yeah, yeah. And I think that's what um, this person was kind of. She didn't leave any further details. It just said, you know, that, and you know, basically, um, I said agreed, and specifically mother-in-laws that can't cut the cord. Yes, exactly. And uh, so, yes, it's hard to set those boundaries. And then if he's not someone who's willing to stand up and set boundaries with his family, then he's like, you're putting me in the middle. It's like, but no, you got married. And when you get married, the boundaries change and the dynamics of the relationship change. Of course. You're not married to your mother. She's your mother. Yes. Yes. You have your own family now or your own family that you're about to start. That's the whole reason why people get married. Yep. You found the one person you want to be with and have experiences with good or bad and have babies or don't have babies, whatever it is, but you found this person. And I I don't understand how a grown person can allow their parents to come in and have a say in the relationship. It's because that parent has probably run this person's life, their whole entire living, like do this, do that. I do your clothes. I feed you. I do this. Now you have to listen to me. And that child, I guess, might feel as though if I don't listen to my mom or not cut the umbilical cord, as you (laughs) um, then what kind of a relationship would I have with my parent? You know, but they've never tried it. But at the same time, I get what you're saying, because once you marry that person that you absolutely fell in love with, or you mm-hmm. are going to be with to start this family, you should cut that cord and dedicate your life to that person. Then, And then it's, it's not, that doesn't mean you don't love your parent. It doesn't mean that you've pushed that parent to the side. It just means you're grown up now, grow up. And the dyna- dynamics of the relationship have changed. Yeah. You don't have to go to mom to help talk through big decisions. That's why you have a wife. Exactly. And you have to go to the wife because you married her and because you're living together and she's supposed to be on the same page as you. That's right. You're supposed you know. to be one. You're supposed, you're supposed to, be, to be, you know, you're supposed to be one. And that, and I, I find saying that too, a little bit of a contradiction because while you're one, we as women know, you know, 
uh, we're also very much individuals. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, you know, so uh, it's it's kind of a fine line, walking a fine line. Uh, a lot of people commented on um, narcissism. Yeah, that's a big thing too. Gaslighting and narcissism. Yeah, very selfish uh, in a relationship. Some people can be. And yeah, it's all about me, and they can do no wrong. And I didn't say that, or I didn't yeah do that or you know yeah you know yeah, putting themselves I, first. I had that in my relationship with that guy the same thing it was always mm -hmm. turning the blame and putting it on me he could never do anything wrong god forbid mm -hmm. and if i would tell him oh you're disrespecting me he said how how <laughs> oh i'm sorry how how am i disrespecting you yeah let me tell you how you're disrespecting me but yeah. to him in his head, he really honestly didn't think that he was disrespecting me. But he was talking to other women, you know, doing things behind my back, lying to me to my face. That's all disrespect. Uh, young girls, especially realize it or not. I don't think they do. I think you make a point with that um, because a lot of young females nowadays because of social media and all of that stuff have been um, not out into the social world. So they don't really know how relationships work. The only relationships they know is by social media. A lot of them nowadays. Yeah. And then- well, A lot of competition on social media too. Oh, definitely, definitely. And then there's, there's your other young girls, you know, um, like I said, being Middle Eastern is a little bit different. So a lot of the young girls in their 20s look for men who have money. So whether they are disrespected or not disrespected, I don't really think that they care. I just think that they care of like how much money they can obtain from this person. There's no love anymore anyway. No, it's all materialistic a lot. There's a lot of, you know, and I'm sure some people be like, that's not me. I'm offended. We're not talking about you or anyone specific or anything like that. We're just talking about what, you know, I observed and yeah, see just in general, just from my perspective and your perspective. That's I was watching a, a friend on Facebook tonight and his family and them are on vacation and they have young children and him and his wife and the kids are jumping up and down. Like, look at me, look at me right in front of them. You know, kids do pay attention to me. And they're both on both. Each parent was on their phone texting. Yeah, they're oblivious. So here you are on this wonderful family vacation and the little girl and little boy are, you know, pay attention to me, pay attention to me. They're both seeking attention. And I think girls um, don't seek it from the right people sometimes. No, they sure don't. You're right. You Absolutely. know. So yeah, that's where you draw the fine line about disrespect. You just don't know. No. You just don't know. Well, and like you said, I'm only giving the perspective, you know, from what has come to play in my life. I'm not giving the perspective of every Middle Eastern girl, or I'm saying every one of them wants or needs money or is, you know, a gold digger or whatever. Yeah. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying from my view, this is what I've seen whatever's yep. entered in my life, this is what I've seen. That's all. Well, I'm also based on conversations you have. I know for me, I, I listen to what some of these girls say to me and I just think, wow, I, you know, I was 
at a gathering once and there was this girl and she's younger than, than us. And she was telling another mutual friend, you know, we need to get together. I haven't seen you. So-and-so and I broke up and, and I, I mean, we officially broke up because we're not even friends on Facebook anymore. And I was just standing there. <laughs> going, oh, you see? <laughs> really? They based their relationship on Facebook. She has teenage daughters. So this is what she's passing on. It's official because, not because we're not talking to each other anymore. I've changed the locks on the doors or anything like that. It's we're no longer friends on Facebook. And I'm trying to figure out when did that become, (laughs) right? (laughs) When did that become the gauge? Exactly. That's what I mean. Yeah. You know, for like relationships. Yeah. I mean, young kids obviously are going to use it as that, but there are some, I mean, she was an adult with teenage children. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm just standing there going, really? It's all petty. It's all petty. Stuff. But I was curious what made people fall out of love nowadays with someone they were madly in love with. And I don't know, you know, I always see people posting and blaming social media. And I disagree with that in the sense that there's someone on that other side on the keyboard typing and posting. Correct. You know, and now because of social media, they're able to put themselves out there in different ways or in more ways or on more platforms and show everybody how they truly can be or how they are. But you know, well, I yeah, just because find... you're hiding behind a computer, nobody could see you. So you yeah. can portray yourself as anyone, you know, so I think as a, as a female, it would make dating and getting to know someone and see if someone's honest, difficult. And I know that's a two-way road. I know there's men with horror stories of women too. And I know that, and I'm not saying that that doesn't happen or it doesn't exist, but I wanted to start this podcast because I wanted women to have a place to have like what we're doing, an organic conversation. Natural just kind of flows. We're able to just kind of give our thoughts and our feelings and our opinions. We're not therapists. We're not licensed in any way. Exactly. We're not crazy. We both have interesting upbringings and childhoods and experiences that got us to where we are today. Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. so, you know, it's... don't worry, guys, you'll know our backgrounds shortly. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so uh, and that's what I was wanting to do, because I talk to a lot of women. I work with a lot of women uh, all day long, as I'm sure you do, too. And um, it's just interesting. It is I don't really know. interesting. And it's I very like you, you brought up a good point there, too. Um, it's it's not just on the woman's side. It does work also on the man's side as well, because I've, I've heard a lot of men um, that, you know, I've befriended in these past couple, couple of years or whatever, you know, between working at different jobs that I've had. And I've heard them, you know, speak about their relationships as well. And mm-hmm. the way we're talking about the relationship now, being women, talking about it, you know, through a women's perspective. Yes the man also basically would say the same thing and but but in a different perspective where they're more afraid of befriending someone or getting to know someone and then they're only after their money i agree i agree um and it's it's hard to find that true person no matter male or female it's it's hard to find that true person um i know for me 
I have to be able to look at myself in the mirror every day. I have to be able to sleep well at night, you know, and sometimes I'm too brutally honest. You either love it or you don't. (laughs) That's just life, you know, and um, I have a few really great close girlfriends, you being one of them and a few others. And, uh, and we're all kind of the same. We're all kind of like-minded in the sense that uh, we're honest and we don't want to play games and um, yeah, you we just want to enjoy this ride. You know, I mean, well, you get to a certain point in your life where you want to enjoy the companionship. You don't want to have the drama with the companionship that was already done ages ago let's say even if you did have that you know your little drama and everybody goes through that little drama whether you're married or not married in the beginning and then you learn each other slowly as the years progress you know um so yeah I mean I I do believe too in relationships you either grow together or you grow apart yeah that's true you know, you have to be, it's, it's a fine line. You have to be your individual self, but you also have to be a, a couple. You do. And that's where communication comes into it in, in, a lot. If you don't communicate properly with your significant other, it's mm-hmm. going to be a very difficult relationship. You know, you have to be able to open up. You have to be able to basically put your heart on your shoulder so that people can, or a heart on your sleeve. I don't know. Um, yes. you know I don't know. I'm not good at all these things or anything, but uh, you got to put yourself out there. And, and the person that you chose has to be able to accept you with everything the same way you accept them with everything that they have faults, no faults, happiness, joy, you know, crying moments, uh, fighting moments, whatever the moments are. Mm-hmm. So it's difficult, but some people just, I feel that they cannot open up to their significant other. I had a hard time opening up to my ex, you know, every time I would try to show him some kind of emotion or, or feel like I can trust him by saying something significant to him that maybe no one else knows. You know, it was just like, I felt like he wasn't even listening. Well, and, and it's, it's hard to have those honest conversations too, or to open up because you don't want to be rejected right? or, or made to feel like your feelings don't matter. They do matter. No matter how big or small, they matter. Um, you want well, validation. You feel rejected just for the fact that he didn't even... I didn't even see him like actively listening to me or even, you know, you just feel rejected right off the door, right out the door. Yeah. Yeah. No. Or their listening skills are a little different than yours. (laughs) Yeah. You say one thing and they heard and it gets a little twisted. It's like, no, no. Yeah. I didn't say (laughs) that. That is not what I said. Cause if I wanted to say that, you know, that one word can be a big difference and it's not nitpicking. It's, sometimes there's a big difference. It means yeah. something entirely different. So, um, you know, listening is an important skill yeah, in, um, in anything. And I, think, I think a lot of people too get comfortable in their relationships where um, yeah. even if your feelings have changed about that person, you're just in this comfortable niche that on a day-to-day schedule, you know, you just come home. Let's say even if you- It's easy. It is. It's easy. That's right. 
it becomes easy. It's comfortable for women. It becomes easy and comfortable, scary to, to leave and go out on their own, no matter if they're married or not, it's scary to leave. You, you're used, there's a security there is yes. in, in the routine and, uh, or if it's financial, I mean, it's, it's, it's easy. The there's a security or kids, young kids, and you want to finish raising them together and stuff. I mean, ultimately I am responsible for all of my choices. That's right. Ultimately you are responsible for all yours. Ultimately, whoever else is responsible for theirs as well. So, you know, for women, I know for me, I want to be validated. I know I want to be heard and that they at least understand. They don't have to agree, but they understand what I am saying. Well, and that's the key point. And that's what I think a lot of men don't understand. You don't have to agree with what we're saying. You just yes. have to be like, okay, I hear you. Yes. I understand where you're coming from. If you agree, that's wonderful. You know, whatever. That makes things smoother. If you don't agree, it doesn't mean that an argument has to come out of it. It just no. means let's find a way together to either resolve the issue, fix the situation, or whatever whatever uh, thing that it can, you know, that comes up in the relationship. I so, mean, some people don't mind the fighting and stuff, but to me, it's, it brings more negativity to the relationship. I agree. Uh, I rather not fight, but boy, when that switch gets flipped, <laughs> you know, I'm not a happy camper. It's not pretty, but yeah, I mean, and we all have those switches. So, um, well, we yeah. also have instigators too that like to, we, to flip we, those switches. We do, we do, we do, we definitely do. You know, um, it's just, it's not easy. Um, and I just wanted to create a safe place for women to talk and do this. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, hopefully our listeners here will, will get a chance to listen to what we have to say. And I'm sure they will recognize some of them, you know, um, with each of our different lives that we live and, and the experiences that we have or have had, um, previously. And then, you know, um, Maybe some of them can open up, leave some comments. Let us know what you guys yes. are thinking. You can find us on Facebook, Girlfriend Minute. We don't have the Instagram or any of that other stuff set up yet. Working on it, but, yep. you know, work Facebook is there. It's a work yep. in progress. Work Facebook progress. is there, and you can ask us anything, and we will be honest. Definitely. You know. Um, some of you may not like it, but, you know, it's okay. <laughs> We're here to listen. We're actively <laughs> listening. <laughs> right. We are actively listening. That's yes. true. That is true. But we won't yeah. be brutal. Don't worry. It'll be it'll be an, an honesty to maybe open your eyes a little bit, you know, to some certain things. And if not, you know, you just just listen, just have a good time with us. You know, yes, that's what we're here for. Have a good time. Uh, reach out to one another, support one another. I think there's so many women who feel alone and unsupported in certain situations. I hear it all the time. Uh, working in the medical field, I hear, you know, I hear stuff and uh, I feel that's, bad for them. That's because you women know, are so catty sometimes. And that's why there's a lot of catty women. And I, I don't hang out with, with catty women. I can't yeah. do it. Um, but, you know, they don't have a Pascal to listen when you're like in the middle of the night going, I don't know. <laughs> I know. They don't have a shower either to listen. When I'm telling him about my restaurant stuff. Like, oh my God, I know she's sick and tired of hearing it. <laughs> no, no, it falls food. It's all good. 
Yeah, I, I appreciate that a lot. So well, and ditto. Good to know and, that you know that um, another woman has your back in any circumstance or any any time that you need them, day or night. You know? Well, absolutely. We've uh, we've been friends a long time. Oh my gosh, yes. Uh, you yeah. Were, so just a little uh, <laughs> a little history between me and Char here. So. Um, I actually was born in Beirut, Lebanon, and um, I came to the United States when I was about five and a half years old. Uh, we moved to Harrisburg, Pennsylvania for a little while, uh, about two years, I would say. And then after two years, and this was in the early 80s, mind you, after two years, um, I moved down to Florida where I met this lovely little girl at the time <laughs> who... I like still remembered until like forever <laughs> and it was um I had no friends of course because I was entering a school that I didn't know anybody with and and a lot of the kids that went there already had gone through school since kindergarten so they kind of basically knew each other and I, I, we were entering the third grade right I was we entering were entering the third we were third grade yes yeah yes. so um, she came up to me and befriended me. She said, hello, and my name is Charmaine. And she went through all of that. And, <laughs> and then we became friends since then. Nine years and, old. Nine yeah. years old. And, a long uh, time to know someone. Yeah. And yeah. we uh, both, give you a little more history, just recently turned the big 5-0. <laughs> yes. Yes, Do the math. Did. that's a long time our friendship has um has lasted a long time I mean you know uh when you're when you get to high school you know people go into different directions in which we had we went into different directions I was in the orchestra Char basically stayed with the band um so you know that those were different entities in themselves they were Um, although they gathered together once in a while to do like a show or something like that, but they were completely opposites of each other. So, um, and we had our own friends, um, but. Because of the groups we were in though, too, it it totally changes. They become little families and it changes the dynamics of other relationships you have. They do definitely. But uh, I was so excited when, how many years ago? Five, hold on. Six, six years ago, right? Seven ish, six to seven. I think seven. Yeah. Six to seven years ago, I get this message on my Facebook. <laughs> like, she's like, are you the Pascal that was in Arco High School? And I'm like, I am. Uh, not I that there's look- many Pascals around, no, but still, you never know. <laughs> <laughs> so then I was like, I was very elated actually that you even looked me up to, um, to get back together to, start speaking again which was which was awesome it was so I had always wondered what happened to you after high school and I did post it to Facebook and everyone was like I remember Pascal I remember Pascal I'm like where is she and everyone's like I don't know (laughs) well I ended up after high school ended up moving back to Pennsylvania um all of my families my cousins and my aunts and my uncles they were all over here on my mother's side um so we decided to come back up here so that my mother can be closer to her mom at the time because uh, she was still living at the time so um and that's what happened I've been up here ever since 91 
So, but I was very excited that you got in touch with me and, and then, and then the trooper that you are, you met me after all these years in New York city I know for five days with my cousin and the How and your friend Avery that, that you brought. That was a lot of fun. That How was a lot of fun. We were able to trip? do some things together and, and all that. It was a lot of fun. I mean, I swear me and you, we walked like 20,000 miles just in New York City. Like yeah, I think steps. we did. I don't want to say miles, steps. I'm sorry. Yes, 20, it was over 20,000 steps because I checked my, my Apple watch every day and it was like 22,000, 21,000. It was always over 20,000 steps every day. It was It was great though. And you took us to the best restaurants ever it you know it's just it really was a lot of fun and holly had a great time we all enjoyed um the time and the food gotta and go to got Texas. to meet ellen who was very special to me she came over from connecticut for the day to see me yeah, she's Texas. like a mother um ironically same name as my mom but um uh, i love ellen and uh it was it was, was that was the last time i saw her she's we still chat, you know, but I haven't seen her since, but it was, it was a good time. And you're such a trooper. And you met me after all those years in New York city. And I remember walking down the busy city with my cousin and I hear Charmaine. I'm like, <laughs> Oh my God, that was like out of the blue. Like I was, I was hauling my suitcase and I'm like, wait a minute, wait, there she is. She looks familiar. And I'm like, She's not going to hear me with all these people running around. <laughs> I mean, you're in the middle of, you know, we're, it was near Times Square and it's just, yeah. you know, a million people. And I yeah. hear my being called and it was the just cars, the hustle and bustle the hustle and bustle like, okay, I'll, be I like loud. I'll be loud it's okay. <laughs> I love the hustle and bustle of the city though I do too it was it okay. was a great time yeah we went everywhere that was um we had a lot of fun we Definitely did have a lot memorable. of fun Yes, definitely memorable. So um, for anyone who is listening or tuning in for the first time, and we are new to this, so, you know, grow with us, give us time to get better at this. Uh, but find us on Facebook, ask questions, leave comments. Yes, Let's get some conversation do. going. Yeah, tell us what you guys want to hear. Um, we're here for you. We're here listening. And uh, if you want to talk about anything, just uh, let us know and we will uh, make that the next, um, well, maybe not the next, but the next, Depending. Yeah. <laughs> so, but we will definitely talk about it. We will jot it yeah. down. Yep. I'm keeping notes in a book, you know, and, uh, things that friends have told me. So, you know, we're going to touch base on a bunch of topics over time and they may be fun. They may be serious. They may be silly. Yeah. And we'll talk about ourselves every once in a while let you guys so you know get to know us history. yeah so you get to know us so pascal's yeah. in pennsylvania harrisburg pennsylvania yes and i'm in seminole florida yep and i went to go see you yeah and you did you came down this a few months ago gosh you came down in june and it's uh september i've been to florida since i think my daughter was eight years old and she's 30 now so yes Yes. That's and I was so happy time. you came and you did the photo shoot because that's, you know, once in a lifetime, you turn 50. If we hit the next 50, the photo shoot will be very different. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it will be. I don't know if I'll be able to walk by then. <laughs> Maybe in but scooters. You never know. You never know. You never know. by then picking us up and carrying us. Everywhere. Oh my gosh. I find that mortifying. <laughs> I know. Um, but we just need to get you to open that Lebanese restaurant here in St. Pete. 
Oh, definitely. Yes. So you can teach me to roll the grape leaves and earn my keep. You got it. My grape leaf roller. I already have you down every other week. Okay. I got it. I will be there. You come down here and you open a restaurant. I will, I will, you just have to, you know, give me some lessons. Yeah, that's okay. And um, I'm good to go. Um, There'll be my pile. Don't forget, but you know, it's all good. Absolutely. It's okay. We'll get you a small little pot. This is for me. This is for the restaurant. Two for me, one for you. (laughs) Yeah, no, I, so I have a restaurant in um, Camp Hill, Pennsylvania. And um, I, when I went down to go visit Char, um, I wanted to, to take, uh, our other friends along with Char to like a traditional, you know, Middle Eastern Lebanese restaurant. So we found one and I'm not going to say the name, but we found one. And uh, so when we went there and everything, I just was so surprised that it's more like Americanized rather than it being more traditional or more authentic. So it gave me the idea to be like, Hey, I'm going to come down. And open one. Why not? Right? You only live right. once. You do. I don't know yep. what I'm doing at my age, though, to be honest with you. Like, I, I would have figured by now I should be just like, I don't know, just living my best life, you know? But maybe this is my best life. I don't know. <laughs> it might be. I think we all figured that. I definitely have a different picture of where I would be right now than I, where I really am, you know, it's definitely, and I'm trying to throw uh, myself back in there and do the things that I miss that I grew up doing as a child that uh, they were escapes and rescues and uh, great adventures. And um, I, I miss all of that. I don't want to say that necessarily that's my old life, but it kind of was. And um, I'm getting back to it and getting back out on the water. And uh, I had a patient recently tell me, he's like, you just need to go get recertified in scuba diving. And, uh, but I'm like, I don't have any dive buddies anymore. <laughs> <You know>? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, know? if I was down there, I probably would love to do that. That was something. It's, I'm uh, it's just another world. I mean, I've only ever been down. Um, I don't really dive out here where I live. It's, there's no wide reefs. It's not really, uh, it's not like going to Bonaire or Cayman or even the Keys. Um, right. um, Bonaire is definitely my favorite place. It's uh, it's absolutely beautiful. Yeah, but it's nice to have underwater you know when you're going to go to those places. You can. Well, you really happen. need to use it every year to keep it active and to stay up to date on the technology. And it's definitely well, changed the go. 20 years since I dove. So, well, there you go. That's a reason a trip to book a trip every, every year. year to use yeah, I'm going to have to post a Facebook, make a Facebook page looking for dive buddies. There you go. <laughs> sure that you know i'm sure they have a there's probably is one i should probably yeah. search i'm sure i should probably is. search so sure yeah so this was a, this was a lot of fun for our first topic which was love and again please find us on facebook yes and if you have any comments about your relationships go ahead and leave them um and um we we will talk about them we yep, will talk we'll about them we will touch base and we will communicate with you online um and uh because it's a it's a big topic it's a big topic it's by no means this little topic in a little box neatly put away it's just not like you said in the beginning it's a very broad topic topic it is it's it's for for anyone and and whoever wants to get anything off their chest yes please do leave comments let us know and yep and obviously um 
well, I guess if you're on Facebook, you have to, well, it's your name, but we will not say your name. <laughs> yeah, we will not. No, we'll keep we will you private. You will keep yep. you private. I mean, unless you want us to, that's up to you. But for the most part, everything is, is private, you know. Um, and yeah, and that's it, I think. That's it. I think this is a great podcast that you've created. Thank you so much for including Thank me. Thank you for jumping on board and being the adventurous person that you are. I need you here. <laughs> I'm coming. Don't worry. I'm coming. I can't you know. promise it'll be tomorrow, but I'll be there. Well, it doesn't have to be tomorrow. I just need to know. Yeah. That you're coming. It's in the works. It's in the works. Yeah. That's perfect. Yeah. And if, of course, you know, I'm always here. You need anything. Yeah, same. Want me to go to a restaurant, put you on the camera? I'm game. Oh, I Let's might go. have to. Yeah, I might have to have you do that. So. I'm game. I'm Maybe game whenever you later. are. later. Who knows? So. Okay. Deliver. Just let me know. You yeah. know how to reach me. Yeah. And thank you guys for listening. It has been a yes. pleasure. And tune in next time for our next podcast and our next Girlfriend Minute. Yes. Thank you and have a great night. Bye, guys. Bye.